Hi folks, my name is Linda Emmett and welcome to Happiness is an Inside Job. We are the creators of our own reality, we create our own lives. Our mind is our biggest limit and it's our own beliefs, behaviours and habits constantly caught in those cycles that keep us trapped where we are and stand in the way of our own happiness. So throughout this podcast, we're going to take a deep dive into some of those beliefs, habits and patterns, where they show up in your lives and what you can do to change them. On this week's podcast, we're going to talk about anxiety, uh, what it is within our system, the impact it has and what it potentially prevents us from doing. And we're going to first take an overview, look at it and then a deeper dive into the different types of anxiety. So first off, anxiety in of itself is it starts with our thoughts. It's what we're thinking. We're generally thinking of a situation we're in the near future and we're projecting a negative outcome onto it. A fear story is a better way of explaining it. We're thinking of an event or a conversation with someone or something we've to do and we're thinking ahead to that and we're creating a whole negative story around it. We're playing out how that conversation is going to go and we're seeing it a very negative outcome where or we're seeing ourselves walking into that social situation and being really awkward and uncomfortable or thinking people are judging us and it's from this it's from force the talk and then creating that fear story that then we start feeling the sensations in our body and having the physical responses and that is at its core what anxiety is some of the physical responses that show up are pins and needles in our hands, kind of a, a tingling sensation, sweating, sweaty palms, sweaty feet. You're potentially wearing your nice outfit and you're, you're, you're starting to sweat and feel a little uncomfortable, feeling slightly dizzy, a raised heart rate, nausea sometimes. For some, it can move forward into a panic attack, although that's quite rare. Your muscles are tightening, your neck and your back become tense. These are all the, the physical responses and there's many, many more. And what's happening is your body is responding to stress within your system. That's the reaction it's having. You're thinking those fearful thoughts. It's triggering the part of your brain known as the amygdala. It's putting you into fight or flight response and your body is having a physical response to that eminent threat. And the thing is, guys, it's a story you're creating. It's not reality. It's a fearful outcome you're creating because of what you're feeling within yourself. If we take, for example, you're walking into a room filled with people. This is the event that you're going to. And you're thinking of that event, seeing yourself in a picture in your head, walking into that room and people staring at you or you're not knowing what to say or you're feeling really uncomfortable. Nobody's speaking to you. You're tripping over your words. People are staring at you. You're creating that story. And that's what your body is physically responding to. Your body is reacting to that threat. 
Our brains are extremely visual, extremely visual. So you building that story, your brain does not know the difference between what's real and what's imagined. That's why we can paint whole stories of in our heads of possibly losing someone or something terrible can happen. And we can literally burst into tears, get really upset just from that story we created because your brain does not know the difference between what's imagined and what's reality. But you do. And it's changing your reality, changing the pictures and stories you're creating in your head. The thoughts that you're thinking about these situations is really powerful in diminishing anxiety. I see this a lot with my clients, guys. One of the things that people that struggle with anxiety have in common is they have a fear around people being angry at them, a fear around confrontation. So they really can tend to struggle with asking for what they want or asking for what they need. And this can tend to drive anxiety in their system when they've to have a conversation that they're really uncomfortable having, when they've to ask for what they need. They have a huge fear around people responding angrily to them. And when they're thinking of these conversations or playing them out in their heads or walking into that room or standing up in front of that crowd, they're fearful of people's reaction and response to them. And that fear is driving that anxiety in their system. And again, this is emotion attached to memory. At some point generally in your past, some situation or experience has happened that there has been that response. It's generally when we're children, when we're living a completely different reality and we haven't got the means to protect ourselves and to keep ourselves safe and look after ourselves. But because we had a frightening experience or a number of them, we learn behaviours to protect ourselves and anxiety in of itself is your system trying to protect you from that fearful outcome or that fearful story that you're creating. So although it is a negative and it's keeping you stuck and you're possibly avoiding situations and people and things, when it first came into your life, the intention behind it was positive. It was to protect you from what you're fearful of. So in part, again, it's about resetting your own reality. There is no need for you to be afraid of these things anymore, of walking into that room. It's changing those beliefs about yourself that are driving the anxiety in the first place. That's where you'll get positive permanent change and alleviate the anxiety altogether. The biggest and most frightening thing that anxiety can, can cause for us is feeling out of control of our own bodies. Your body is reacting and responding. It's shaking, it's sweating. Your adrenaline is pumped up so your brain feels foggy and fuzzy and we feel out of control. And the more we feel out of control, the more it's driving that response because the more fearful we're becoming. And over time, it can create a break in trust with our own bodies. We don't trust our own bodies to react and respond the way we want it to. And that in itself can create what I call the fear of the fear. Even when you're not feeling anxious because you feel out of control of your own body, you're afraid of 
when that situation might come on because it feels out of your control. And if you don't understand what's driving it, it can be extremely frightening for people because it nearly feels completely out of your control. But remembering, guys, that anxiety in our system is a physical response to stress. Again, it's the thoughts that you're thinking. You're creating that fearful outcome in your head and your body is responding to distress in its system. So changing your own thought process where focus goes, energy flows and changing that up has an absolutely powerful effect. We're in habits of thought. We run the same loops in the same situations, but we are in control of our own habits and we have a choice to change them. And even looking at the fear of the fear, because over time, this drives us to start avoiding different situations like those social events, having those conversations, asking for what we need. It builds up avoidance in our system, which means we're not out there connecting with people the way we would if we weren't anxious. We're not out meeting people, going to events, potentially meeting a new partner doing those fun things that we enjoy because the anxiety or the fear of the anxiety coming on makes over time us live in a very, very small world. Our our own world can become tiny. We can spend a lot more time at home, not going out and having fun, not meeting up with people, avoiding any situation that we believe will bring the anxiety on. So Again, over time, it can actually have a profound effect on how we're living, which can have a profound effect on your own happiness because you're effectively not living the way you want to be living and doing the things you want to be doing because you're living in fear. Fear is driving a lot of your life as opposed to love. The anxiety has taken a hold and is really controlling the environment that you're living in. So now, guys, we're going to take a look at a localised anxiety, but one most people have some fear of at some level, and that's public speaking. And again, this is very much driven by our own thoughts. If we've to present at a meeting, on a Zoom call, in a classroom, wherever that our stage might be, It's what we're thinking, what we're seeing as the outcome or seeing ourselves up on that stage or on that Zoom and everybody staring, us tripping over our words, forgetting our words, freezing up. And all of this, again, is creating the stress response in our system. We're running on fear and it's that fear that's triggering that anxious response in our system, those sweaty palms, you start to shake, you start to feel really nervous, your throat is drying out. And effectively, we're creating our own reality. Because we're focused on this being a really negative, scary experience, our body is responding to that long before the event even happens. But if that's how you're walking into that room, nervous, scared, your throat dried up, anxious, that's how you're getting on that stage. And the people sitting facing you or on that Zoom call straight away are picking up on that energy from you. 
you're changing their energy effectively by then seeing you as nervous, you as scared. They either want to dive in and help or they want to turn away because they're starting to feel uncomfortable because you're uncomfortable. So therefore, again, you're creating your own reality. So starting from the beginning and changing the thoughts you're thinking, that public speaking event can go either way for you, depending on what way you go into that situation, depending on what you're actually thinking and the pictures you're creating in your head, because effectively you create the blueprint by your thoughts and your brain does everything it can to support that blueprint you've created. So change the blueprint. You can have a standing ovation after your public speaking. If you go in there with good energy, feeling positive, feeling confident, take your time and throw perfectionism out the window. Perfectionism is a cruel illusion that keeps us stuck. We are human beings. We have flaws. We are not perfect. We never ever and we never if you look at when you're looking at anyone else speaking, we don't stop and hammer them for tripping over a word, saying a wrong word, getting stuck. We don't. We either feel huge empathy because they're up there on the stage or, as I say, on that Zoom or wherever they may be. So we feel em empathy. We know it's uncomfortable. So we're already mirroring a bit of empathy over to them. And again, holding on to the fact that it's perfectly normal to feel nervous going into any situation. That's important to you. We all have a level of nervousness running in our system at times, a level of anxiety. It's what keeps us focused when we have to study for an exam, when we're driving a driving test. So believing that you want a life without anxiety, that doesn't exist and it does serve a positive role. It's only when it gets out of control and it's driving your behaviours, you're avoiding public speaking even though it's important for your role in work or your career or your children or wherever that may be. If you're avoiding different engagements and different things because of the anxiety, that's when it's becoming a problem in your life because it's stopping you and keeping you stuck where you are and you're not able to do the things that you want to be doing that will drive your life forward. This is when you need to take a closer look. An anxiety that can really shrink our world is social anxiety. The fear of interacting with other people in social gatherings, events or even at the schoolyard, in the supermarket, anywhere. Feelings of feeling extremely self-conscious, feeling like you're going to be negatively judged by these people and these feelings result in us completely avoiding social interaction and by doing this we're effectively cutting ourselves off from connection and our brain is a social organ. Connection is vital for our well-being and overall happiness. So when we're feeling socially anxious and avoiding those situations we're having a huge impact on our own well-being and happiness and again folks that is coming from our own thoughts. They're driving. We're thinking of ourselves walking into that room, that canteen, that schoolyard. And 
you're feeling like you're going to be negatively judged. People are going to stare. People aren't going to talk to you. You're not going to know what to say. Those feelings of self-consciousness are what are driving that anxiety. And it's looking at what it is that you think people are going to be thinking. What is it you believe they're judging? Because that's your own negative belief about yourself. That's not them out there. That's you judging you. So what is it you hear them saying? Oh, look at him or her. They think they're this. They think they're that. Oh, they're stupid. They're foolish. They're making an idiot out of themselves. What are the thoughts you're thinking? What is it you're, you're feeling you're going to be judged on? Because that is what's driving the anxiety in your system. You're thinking people are going to say that about you or think that about you. You're then building a story around that, how you're going to feel, how you're going to react and respond, what you're going to say back to them or what you're going to avoid. You're going to stay sitting in your car or whatever that is. And that is driving a whole interaction in your system you're starting to sweat you're starting to panic and again that is how you're walking into that room so automatically when we're feeling that way when we're feeling sweaty shaky uncomfortable we're not that person then that walks over to that crowd and goes hi everyone how's it going we're the person that hides in the corner want to avoid people and that's the energy you're giving off and if you're giving that out to people People are avoiding you, not because they want to, but because that's what they think you want. That's the energy you're giving off. You're not making eye contact. You're pretending to be on your phone or doodling or doing something else rather than interact with people. So that's not something that people are drawn towards. And effectively, again, you're creating your own reality because you're changing how you're going into that situation because you're socially anxious. So therefore, you're creating the outcome by the energy you're bringing into it. So pairing it all back and looking at what it is you think they're going to be thinking. As they say, is it they think you're stupid, you don't fit in, you're foolish, you're not good enough, you're not dressed well enough, you, you don't speak well enough. What is it that you're afraid of? that they're going to think about you because that's your own negative belief. And it's those thoughts that are driving everything else within your system. So is anxiety having a negative impact on your life? Ask yourself this, guys. Does anxiety prevent you from achieving your goals or living the life that you want to live? Does anxiety control some behaviours in these situations that you don't want to have, like drinking too much because you got so nervous and then you're embarrassed afterwards or the next day you're waking up with the fear, leaving social gatherings or places really early because you were too uncomfortable to stay there or avoiding it completely, not going to those events, places, doing those public speaking, doing that Zoom call, even though it helps you achieve a new role in work or a new career path. If anxiety is having impacts like this in your life, well, then it is becoming an issue because it is controlling how you're living your life. So what can we do, guys, to start alleviating the anxiety? 
Here's a few tips now coming that you can take in and start bringing into your everyday life to help dilute these kind of situations. Well, first up, remember that we're all human. Everybody feels a little self-conscious. When we're walking into an event or stepping onto a Zoom, going out into any interaction or situation, we all feel a little self-conscious. But in part, that's because these things are important to us. So we want to present well, we want to show up well, we want to show up as our best selves. So recognising that those other people in the room are potentially feeling some of those feelings too. You're not on your own with that. So taking that on board will alleviate some of what you're feeling. The second thing is pause and examine the evidence. Look at other situations that you've had in your past where you've been in social environments where you've been you've done speaking events or whatever that is and look at great times in your life that you've done these things where you've connected with it with a group of friends and had a great time had a brilliant laugh because people are just people no matter where you are or what the event or interaction is they're still just people and potential friends down the road. So going in with that mindset rather than seeing the roles that they're in or the who they are, recognising that underneath that, that they are human beings and they have to do some of the things that you're going to be doing to get to where they are. So holding on to these things, changing from the root, the thoughts that you're having, there's choice there. We're just in habits of thought. So changing the thoughts you're having instead of thinking negative thoughts and the worst scenario. It's the story you're creating. Create an amazing story. Create a story of, you know, a standing ovation or, or people coming over and hugging you and going, Jesus, it's great to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. That in itself is shifting your energy going into that situation. It's changing how you're going in. People are picking up on that. You look more open, you look more confident and people are more inclined to come over to you and to engage with you. So changing the story is powerful. Changing the thoughts, thinking positive thoughts. I have got this. I have accomplished so much in my life from birth onwards you learn to walk you learn to talk you learn to cycle a bike you learn to read and write you've navigated so many relationships in your life you've accomplished so much be it in your career in your home life the car you drive everything see all your successes see every situation and think of those going in that changes your energy and start building that in as your new habit because it begins with the top and remembering that we create the blueprint that our brain does everything it can to support. And just as we created that blueprint, we can create a new one at any time by choosing to change the thought process. for tuning in folks to this week's episode of happiness is an inside job i hope you really enjoyed this episode and we will see you next week same time same place for the next episode